the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Submit your faith story or prayer request today at jennifer-jackson.org. You're listening to Simply for Women. I am so glad that you stayed with us today because I have Janice Humble with us today. This is such a treasure because she has been in ministry for 40 years. Did you hear me? 40 years. Agape Service Foundation. This was founded by her father-in-law in 1971. And she and her husband, Mike, and they had three sons, live in Russellville, Kentucky. So much going on and so much that we want to talk about today. Welcome to the show, Janice. Oh, thank you so much, Jennifer, for having me on. It's such a privilege. Tell me, did I say that correctly? It's Russellville, Kentucky. It's Russellville, Kentucky. We're 55 miles from Nashville and 30 miles from Bowling Green, Kentucky, if anybody's ever heard of Bowling Green. Oh, it's a good place. It's a wonderful. I, <laughs> I love Kentucky. That's my old Kentucky home, both my grandmothers, and that those were the my favorite happy places on the farm and, and all of just oh. wonderful people in Kentucky. So this is exciting to be together today. We have a lot in common. Uh, we You have sons. I have sons. Both had breast cancer. But you've had much more experience than I've had in ministry. Forty years, I I majorly respect that. That's really incredible. I'm just getting started at 30 years, and so you have lots to teach me. <laughs> That's a long uh, time. <laughs> it is. I'm. I'm. It's the new 30s. The new uh, or what? 40 years is the new 30, right? <laughs> but right, um, anyway, right. tell us your story. Tell us how you came to know the Lord and and how you began to serve the Lord. Mm-hmm. I tell you, Jennifer, I grew up as a Methodist in the Methodist Church. Went to church all my life, and but you know, it was when I was a, a freshman in college at Western Kentucky University in 1966. Uh, there was a young lady that came to my room. She was with Campus Crusade for Christ, mm. and she quoted John 3:16 to me in such a way that it. I didn't, I didn't realize how personal my relationship could be with Jesus. I just thought, you know, we're in this world and everybody's good and, you know, uh, everybody's going to heaven and all. But when she said, for God so loved Janice, hmm. that made it so personal. And that began my personal walk uh, hmm. with the Lord. And it's it, it's been a journey and I'm 74 now and it's still, you know, I'm still learning to love him more today than I did yesterday, and I expect to do that until he takes me home. Mm. Oh, isn't that so wonderful? (laughs) But God has been so good, and uh, my husband and I both graduated from Western, and we, you know, we went into work, and then we we had three sons along the way, Mm. and it was in 1981, his father passed away, and as you said at the beginning, in 1971, his dad had a started Agape Service Foundation. Uh, it was an ecumenical. He wanted to work with young people and just, mm. you know, work with different churches. So he passed away in 1981, and Mike took his place in 1982. And uh, we've been doing jail ministry 
prison ministry. Uh, we have Agape has a, a, a hum, the humble home in Bangladesh, and we have a home of love for Haitian children, uh, street children in Haiti, and uh, so it's been a journey. We have a, a radio program, and we have a benevolent center mm. here in, in Russellville, and we just do different ministries and just, you know, we. You know, the Bible talks about taking care of the hungry and those that are thirsty and naked. And so we just try to take care of a little bit of all of that. And we have some wonderful volunteers that help us. So it's, you know, it's it's been a journey. Was it easy? No, it hasn't mm-hmm. been. Someone asked me the other day. And, mm-hmm. and I said, well, you know, when we went in ministry in 1982, I thought, Lord, how in the world are we going to live? Yeah. You know, giving up jobs and how how will we make it? And as Mike tells me, you know, Janice, the Lord's going to provide. The Lord's going to provide. <laughs> so, yeah. um, mm. and he has been faithful. As the scripture says, uh, you know, his compassions are new every morning. Great is his faithfulness. Oh, he has been so well, faithful. <laughs> wow, that's beautiful. You know, serving but, the, serving others, it sounds to me as if you've spent your, your 40 years serving others and serving the Lord. That's pretty incredible. You know, that's really what we all need to be doing. Jesus said, I came not to be served, but to serve. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, some days you may not want to do that. You may get up and you think, oh, I just don't, I don't want to go serve anybody or do anything. But what do you do? You know, one of my favorite verses is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, and I'm sure you know this, uh, (laughs) trust in the Lord and not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. But the key to that is, is to trust in him and allowing him, acknowledging him in our past for every day, and he said he would direct our path. Yes, he does. Well, I... our trust has to be in him. Yes, yes, it does. I'm I'm talking with Janice Humble today, Agape Service Foundation, and she's been in ministry for 40 years. Janice, tell us about uh, your boys. We want to hear about your boys. Okay, well, we raised three boys, and when I got pregnant with our third son, I thought, you know, this is probably going to be a girl, I bet, um, <laughs> because we had the two boys. Yeah. And, and I was going to name him Catherine, and I always called him. I said, you were supposed to be my Catherine. But, you know, God knew what he was doing. He knew that we needed to raise boys. My husband came from a family of four boys, mm-hmm. and um, God has been so good. We, it's, it's been a journey. One of them is a doctor in Bowling Green, and the other one was in real estate and uh, property management. And our youngest son, uh, <clears throat> Matthew, we, he was a police chief, hmm. and when he was 37 years old, just turned 37, uh, he'd been having some health issues, but he was continued to work as a police officer and all. But we went to Vanderbilt uh, Hospital on September the 16th, and they told him he had bile duct cancer, and there was nothing they could do. Oh, wow. So we stayed there eight days, and... Uh, we brought him home, and, of course, he has, he has two. We have two beautiful grandchildren now, 16 and 14. Mm. 
Well, we brought him home, and uh, we took care of him at home. And, you know, Jennifer, never once, never once did he say, God, why me? Mm. It was like he said, I know I need a miracle. And uh, there were days where my husband and I just thought, we just, you know, we just can't hardly stand this because I think one of the hardest journeys is to lose a child. And, uh, of course, he was our youngest Oh, but man. he he mm. died with such dignity, and we were all uh, there around the bed. And there's one day in particular, Jennifer, I when I was so so tired and just you know dealing with sorrow and all what we were taking care of, and and it was like I was on the back of the Lord. You know, we read, of course, footprints in the sand where mm. He carries us, but He showed me a vision that I was literally on His back just holding on, you know, how we'd ride piggyback as kids at times. And uh, and there was another day that he encouraged me. He said, uh, my mother had to watch me suffer and die. And this is Jesus speaking to me. Had to watch me suffer and die in order for your son, Matthew, to be healed and have eternal life with me. Hmm. And that encouraged me so much. And the Lord would remind me of that. Yes, my, my mother had to watch me. But I was providing healing and eternal life for your son. Hmm. So that just really ministered to me during that time. And, um, of course, for those that are listening, uh, we don't always understand. I tell people to this day, I I don't understand why he had to die. But I know the one who does understand, and that's where my trust is. And uh, we had that promise that we will see him again one day. But the day he died... I was, we were all standing around the bed, and he was, I was rubbing his face and telling him it was okay, but his daughter, who was 11 at the time, she and her daddy were like two peas in a pod, and, and you know, his son, and, but she was laying on the other side of the bed by him, and he was ready to go. You could just see it in his eyes, and finally I looked at her, and I said, Lily, you have to let daddy go. Jennifer, she said, Daddy, she whispered to him and said, Daddy, it's okay, you can go on. He never took another breath. It was like that was just what he was waiting for, you know, for her to say, it's okay, Daddy. Hmm. So uh, it's been a a journey, but the people have loved us. And, uh, you know, I want to say to people, you know, just when if you deal, if you've lost a child or, or you know of someone that has, you know, just be there and love on them. And not just listening is so important. We are chaplains also, Jennifer, to our first responders. Oh, uh, Jana, wow. To firemen, to firemen and police officers, and also to EMS workers. My husband, Mike, went to Ground Zero in 2001. Janice, hold that thought. Hold that thought right there. We're about to run out of time. This is Janice Humble telling us about being chaplains to the police, to the fire, and how God shared his mothering heart with her uh, as her son was uh, dying and helped her in that process. Janice, we are so encouraged by your faith and so humble by the humble home, by Janice Humble and all of your experiences with the Lord. So beautiful, your heart. So we want to hear more about that on our next episode. We'll hope you'll do another show with us. 
There's so much you have to offer. You have been listening to Simply for Women. I'm Jennifer Jackson. We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.